Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted to be with you. Hey, if you're listening on the podcast, Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite listening material, welcome aboard. Uh, Can't wait to be able to tell you when we hit the two million download mark. It's coming. So thank you very much for being a part of our family. We appreciate having you here. You know, listening to Rush Limbaugh talk about that. It's so important that this is not about one individual. It is about one nation. It is about one country. And look, we don't all have to hold hands and be kumbaya around the bonfire together. But you're either in for America or you're not. And I hate to say this, but any vote for these Democrats who are hook, line, and sinker for Barack Obama 4.0 coming up do not love America. There's no way that you can tell me the things that they support, the madness, the arguments that these people have have lit up so that it's now this raging inferno of discord among us. The goal is to burn it down. And you burn it down from the inside out. Open up the outside in while everybody's paying attention to the invasion at our borders, you set the real fire. Not the stupid pipe bomb with the kitchen timer outside the DNC fire. And, and by the way, it's so intriguing to me that as we get more information about that ridiculous argument that the, all the, this, the police were drawn from the Capitol on January 6th because of these these reports of these pipe bombs. Oh my gosh, what kind of madman would put a pipe bomb outside the DNC and the RNC? What have we come to? I can't stand the division anymore. I just want it to end. Oh yeah, 
Reports now that it was a plainclothes Capitol Police officer who spotted the quote-unquote device, which wasn't a device. Because if you look at the video across the street from the DNC, the people knew that it was nothing and they behaved as such. It's all so predictably, disappointingly stupid. They stopped trying. Now, my question to you is this. And when I wrote this down this morning, and I I wrote this, and I mean it, is Fannie Willis, the Fulton County DA, who's embroiled in this nonsense case against Donald Trump, alleging that he tried to fiddle with the election, tried to get the votes to be changed, yada, yada, yada. Do we believe that she is the Claudine Gay of Georgia, of Fulton County, Georgia? In that, you can be woefully underqualified, you can plagiarize, you can fake it till you make it until your box check and get you where you need to go. And when the knives come out for you, as they should, because you are not who or what you said you were, right? And there's no hiding it anymore. Will you still be able to keep your pay, stay on staff, get all the benefits therein, and just limp along? My answer is yes, even with the explosive new developments dropping over the weekend. Newsflash. If you're going to cheat on somebody or you're going to choose a guy to cheat on, you probably don't want to tick off his wife when she's got the credit card receipts. Okay? Not a good look. New York Post. Trump case could go off the rails as Fannie Willis love triangle and corruption investigation heats up. A messy love triangle between the high-powered district attorney in charge of the 2020 election fraud case involving former President Donald Trump. The married lover she chose to be special prosecutor and his estranged wife is imploding in Fulton County. Nobody on either side of the political aisle understands what Fulton County DA Fannie Willis was thinking when she hired her reported boyfriend, a personal injury lawyer with zero high profile felony trial experience to be the lead special prosecutor in what is likely the biggest case of her career. Reminder, if you missed Friday's show, Nathan Wade, when called before the judge to explain his evidence in various trials he had been participating in unrelated to this, when he said he had none of his notes, he had none of his details, he kept it all right up here in his mind. That was good enough. These are the quality individuals of genius we are dealing with. Nor do people understand why she'd blur her personal and professional life by jetting off for a $2,600 cruise and a romantic trip to California's Napa Valley with still legally married Wade while working on the sprawling and complex racketeering case against former President Donald Trump and his allies. Hell, why not go all over the world? She thinks she's got it hook, line, and sinker in the bag in this case against Donald Trump. But Willis's decision to hire Nathan Wade, a 51-year-old sharp dresser who operates out of a basement office 20 miles north of Atlanta and allegedly paying him thousands more than two much more qualified lawyers on her team, has backfired and threatens to derail her career. If not, put the planned trial against Trump on state election interference charges in jeopardy. Ah, yeah. Bank records revealed on Friday 
in a new filing by Wade's estranged wife's lawyers in Cobb County. Well, it was the first proof of Wade and Willis's relationship showing that he purchased tickets for San Francisco and Miami on his personal credit card in 2022 and 2023 after Wade had been named special prosecutor. Shortly after, the Fulton County Board of Commissioners Audit Committee announced it was investigating Willis over potential misuse of taxpayer funds over her appointment of Wade. Investigating potential and misuse are, well, those are kid gloves. Please. 44-year-old Willis, the daughter of Black Panther turned savvy criminal defense lawyer John C. Floyd III, has chosen to dig in her heels since a bombshell motion was filed January 8th by one of the defendants in the Trump case, Michael Roman, alleging that she had an improper and clandestine affair with Wade and asking that the charges against him be dropped. She also overpaid him to the tune of at least $675,000 since January of 2022 with taxpayer monies that the two then used for their lavish vacations. They didn't even try, right? There was not even a lame story. He put her name on the tickets. Here you go. Whoops. Willis gave an impassioned speech at the Big Bethel AME Church in Atlanta last week. We told you about this. She used on Sunday before MLK's holiday to claim that she was a victim of racism and sexism using the Lord's name to create the illusion of being a target. Disgusting. If the romantic relationship is true, All I can say is that love can make you do strange things. Dwight Thomas, who's a 72-year-old, one of Atlanta's most prominent criminal defense lawyers, told the New York Post, as though that is supposed to make it better, that a woman who was colluding with the January 6th committee, who was given access to all of the records and the transcribed interviews and the videos and all of the documents which Benny Thompson and his committee then apparently erased and shredded and misplaced. We didn't think we were going to need it. So Donald Trump did not have access to the same possibly exculpatory information that Fannie Willis was privy to. This is the woman hell-bent on destroying Donald Trump in Georgia. This is the woman selected for a reason, not because she's a superstar, right? But for very specific reasons. Get a black woman to go up against a white man in a predominantly African-American community? Hmm, what are you doing? Will Fannie Willis be able to get away with her hide, with her title, with her pay, with the perks, with her everything. After this all comes to light, well, I'm going to hold my breath. And I'm going to tell you, of course, she will be able to skate on this the same way Claudine Gay keeps her job as a disgraced former president at Harvard. Those are the new rules in 2024, of course, my friends. Don't go anywhere when we come back. A shocking poll <laughs> about elites in this country, ladies. There's nothing shocking about it. Nothing at all.
next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. I love this uh, this poll I'm going to drop on you here in a minute. It, it just underscores this, this true disconnect, which I think is, is showing us that the, the notion of the Republican Party as being this rich, upper-crust, 1% white guy, um, you know, educated at, at an Ivy League school, and the Democrats being these, um, you know, dirty fingernail, boot-wearing, hard-working union, you know, let's get down, farming and all this stuff. Wow, are we off. Major flip-flop going on. I want to read you this in a second, but I got I to gotta see if I can drop this. Fulton County Board, the commissioner, Bob Ellis, is launching a probe now into Fannie Willis. Movement is happening. She does not get to operate with total immunity, which is great. Under no circumstances should an elected official contract with or hire someone who they are in a romantic relationship with. Fulton County Board of Commissioners, Bob Ellis. Ellis said in a statement over the weekend, according to NBC, adding that even in the absence of a relationship, accepting favors and extravagant gifts from such contractors should also be considered improper. I think it's interesting, too, when Fannie Willis was being considered as the D.A. of Fulton County, she's caught on video saying, I would not allow anybody under me to have a romantic relationship. Hmm. Except myself, of course. So I thought it was very intriguing that some of the some of the details that have been dropped on this case involve Nathan Wade's ex-wife, who apparently was none too pleased that her ex-husband, then husband at the time, was flying hither and yon with Fannie Willis and cashing in on it while dipping into her money to pay some bills. Curious. So she dropped some receipts over the weekend, not only... Did uh, Fanny and Nathan enjoy some some quiet time together in Napa Valley? Mm. Going on a cruise. They went to Belize and to Panama. (laughs) Why not? Nobody's paying attention, right? We're used to this. We get to do whatever we want. We are untouchable. Well, we'll see what happens there. Let's get to this shocking poll. I found this and I think it underscores kind of this weird divide. It's from modernity.news. Never heard of this place. Shocking poll. Nothing's shocking anymore. (laughs) Exposes how much the elite hate us. Interesting. A new poll exposes the utter contempt the elite holds the general public in. Are we the general public? Well, I'm going to go with yeah. With more than three quarters wanting to ration food and energy. To combat, quote, climate change and a majority wanting air travel for holidays banned. You know when they all came out and said, you're so weird. You're such a conspiracy theorist. We're not trying to buy up farmland or stop farmers from farming. Really? That sound from John Kerry, climate con artist extraordinaire, saying that he is. We're not for that. We don't want to control what you drive, how you travel, how you cool and heat your home. Well, apparently you do. The survey was conducted by the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, a Maryland-based nonprofit advocacy group. 
The organization polled members of America's 1%, defined as people who have a postgraduate degree and an annual income of more than $150,000. 77% of these elitists, they are called, who were asked to fight climate change, would you favor or oppose the strict rationing of gas, meat, and electricity? 77% said they would favor such a policy. That figure rises even higher to 89% when you just speak to those one percenters who are Ivy League graduates. Presumably, and we wonder why education's jacked. Presumably, their wealth will ensure that they are exempt from such rationing, while poor people can go without. In addition, 69% of these so-called elitists want an immediate ban on gas stoves. You can't teach stupid, ladies and gentlemen. You can't fix it. While 81% want want gas-powered vehicles outlawed, My heavens, a majority also want the government to forbid the use of air conditioning and non-essential air travel, which is the equivalent of you're not allowed to travel. Effectively outlawing vacations, rules that presumably won't apply to their private jets and luxury compounds. 67% of elitists also believe that teachers should decide what children are taught compared to 26% who think parents should. The poll also reveals how the elite are totally at odds with the general public in both lifestyle and beliefs. When canvassed on how much freedom the United States should bestow on its citizens, not that you're born free, of course, 47% said people had too much freedom compared to 21% who said there was too much control. (laughs) So when I say this is not about one man, Donald Trump, this is not about just one party, one ideology. It is called one America, one that doesn't suck in the hands of these lunatics. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Wendy Bell Radio program, it's a little round robin as the Democrat spin machine was working some weekend overtime. The clips you need to hear next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Don't you have that weird feeling in your stomach? And I hate to say this, I don't want to speak it into truth. But I feel like the road ahead in this election is going to get way bumpier before it evens out. And it's so freaking unnecessary. If people just told the truth and didn't suck... Right? Wouldn't this be such an easier world? But there's always somebody who's got to have an angle. There's always somebody who's got to cheat. There's always somebody who knows they can't win on their own. And instead of freaking trying, they're like the panhandlers that like to hang out on the street down the road from me. It's the same people every single... mm. And you feel for people who are out there with signs. Please help. I've made some bad decisions trying to get out of the gutter. We all feel for these people. But how many of you have driven by on the same the same corner again and again and again in your neighborhood and you see the same people doing the same thing and you say to yourself, you know what? If you just got a job. You can get off the street. It's possible. Choices. Some people like where they are, even if that means they've got to stand out there 
and beg. This isn't hard. It's so exhausting. And the, and the media and the hacks who come out of the woodwork, like, do, do people go home and have an industrial strength loofah in their, in their shower to scrub every inch of the yuck that, that, that I would feel if I had to get out and lie? I could never do it. I'd be horrible at it. But you need to hear some of the response to Ron DeSantis dropping out. Endorsing Trump, Trump saying we're retiring to Santimonious, Nikki Haley saying, oh, may the best women win, win." okay, whatever. You know, enough. Don't play the brown person card. Don't play the ovary card. Play the I'm the best person for the job card because there you fail and you know you fail. So I want to get through this, some of this sound. Oh, no. Some of these areas that Joe Biden desperately needs. He's not going to get. And they're beginning to realize, and they've known for a while, there is no degree of cheating that is going to counteract the number of Americans, whether they like Donald Trump or not, don't like America now. They like it before. Forget Donald Trump. Take him out of the mix. It's not about him. I liked America before Joe Biden came into office. How do you... How do you break through that if you're a Democrat and you're desperate? Well, listen to the voices. couple clips from CNN. I don't know who the reporter is. Don't care. The CNN guy is talking to Michigan Representative Hillary Shulton. And she is obviously talking about what's going on. How is, how is the enthusiasm? How's it going for Joe Biden where you are, right? Listen to her answer to his question. Go. Out. Okay concerned are you about the president standing in michigan right now you know obviously we see the polls and they're not good but you know we we see a trend happening particularly in the west side of the state where individuals are increasingly rejecting the type of extremism that is embodied in today's republican party can Uh. you win the presidency without michigan Absolutely not. And and I don't think he can win without West Michigan. Yeah, it's MAGA extremism, though. Hillary, ew, I'm, I'm going to go with you probably have children, right? And then they watch you and they hear you. Do you really want to lie? Are you going to get tired of lying? MAGA extremism. Make America great again extremism. I'm all for that. Extreme patriotism, extreme America first ideology, extreme border security, common sense. I'll take it. The same guy goes on to talk to Michigan Representative Dan Kildee. You know what? I just talked to Hillary over here and she's saying it's not looking that good in your state. What do you think, Dan? How concerned are you that the president is struggling in your state? Yeah, we've got work to do. There's no question about it. Former (laughs) President Trump's supporters are rabid. They're religious about their support for him. A lot of the challenges we're having right now is just bringing Democrats home, getting getting that enthusiasm up again. Wait a minute. He won 81 million votes, Joe Biden allegedly did, Dan. How on earth could it possibly be that people have cooled on the most voted for ever in United States history more than the first black president? Because that was as stupid, right, as Nathan Wade thinking he could hopscotch all around the world with Fannie Willis and keep it from his wife. <laughs> Right? It's not complicated. Well, there's an enthusiasm problem. 
These people who like Donald Trump, they're rabid. See, they're, you're wrong, Dan. We're rabid over America. One for all, all for one. We still believe in that. That's not going to die. In fact, it's burning hotter than ever, and they know it. Here's Ro Khanna. Jen Pasake. Can somebody just tell her it's okay to look the way you look? You don't need to go and get Botox or nips and tucks. It's not going to move the needle. We didn't like you before anyway, and it had nothing to do with your face. Go. There is so much enthusiasm here for the president. Anyone who says that the president doesn't have enthusiasm needs to come to New Hampshire. Progressives and moderates, lines outside houses. Oh, lines. Oh, they're outside houses. Those are probably the lines of the illegal immigrants trying to find a warm place to camp out. Ro, please, dude. Nobody's, you haven't seen the enthusiasm. It's pants on fire. Everybody's like, I love Joe Biden. What do you think about Joe Biden? What did he do for you? You love him too? Where's my bumper sticker? Said no one ever. The only Biden t-shirts I've ever seen were the ones handed out at the border by the NGOs to the migrants coming across the border for the photo op, like the Kente cloth photo op in Congress, right? The photo op with all of them saying, Joe Biden, please let me in. That's the most marketing I've seen for Joe Biden ever. So please, we're on to you. And it gets worse. Here's Margaret Brennan, CBS, with Brock's girlfriend. Actually, it's not. (laughs) I like to say that because it frustrates him. Gretchen Whitmer. She's going to talk all about how wonderful. Oh, no, she's not. (laughs) Listen to why she says Joe Biden's ratings. Oh, they're not that bad. By a 49 to 21 margin, um, Voters believe former President Trump will be better for their finances than President Biden. So why do you think this perception exists? How do you fix it? We're seeing unemployment at historic lows. We're seeing take-home pay going up. I think that we have seen a lot of progress happen, inflation coming down. These are important factors that take time for people to really see the benefit from. Cost of living is still high. Cost of living is still high. And for a young person to buy a home that is out of reach for more people than it, than it has How's been in a progress? long time. And so think that all the work around affordable housing, the story that this the president migrants. is going to be able to tell as people start to tune in closer as we get closer to the election, well, yeah, is going to be powerful. Yeah, yeah, we're going to start to tune in because we've been tuned out for the last three years. We've been getting freaking punished. Inflation is beginning to come down. I mean, we did it. We suck. Now it's coming down a little. We've got some work to do. I'm going to go with, in the last year of your presidency, it's too late. I'm no election expert. I'm just going to go with common sense, conservative mom. Okay? Nice try, Gretch. Things are coming down. I mean, uh, affordable housing is still out of control, but see what we're doing. I mean, they're building some stuff, like the, the facilities, the nice, cute little townhomes they built in Maine. Right? So the migrants can live there. We've got homeless veterans. Eh, screw you, those of you who served our country. Come on in, family. Come on in, people who aren't contributing anything except sucking off of our welfare system because that's the case. That's the whole point here. I don't have to pay any kind of rent, mortgage, nothing for two years if you're a migrant in Maine. Fantastic. Then here's Chris Coons. Chris Coons, remember, he's the guy who said that Joe Biden, it's not his age. He's well seasoned. He's like a steak. 
No, no. He's like a piece of meat that you've been smoking for a thousand years. Seasoned. A little tough, right? Mmm, but seasoned. Wise. He knows everything. Here's this whopper that Chris Coons is going to drop on Dana Bash. As inflation has come down, prices have come down, (laughs) and as we're beginning to see the impact in people's pocketbooks of President Biden's leadership. What? Prices are coming down. The prices that went up after you idiots took office. But now you want a victory lap, even though prices are still up 17 percent. Chris, you hack. How frustrated are you listening to the barrage of lies? Honest to God, this is what you're fed on the weekend shows on the networks. No wonder nobody watches. Not to be outdone. (laughs) Biden campaign Spokes hack from the freshman team. Ladies and gentlemen, number four, Crunton Folks. He's going to come out. He's not done yet. He says, you know, people are they're, they're not talking about Biden's age. Now, don't worry about his age. They can't argue with how great everything is this in this world. You guys want to talk that he's old and obviously mentally challenged, me- demented, probably. But that's not it. This economy, everybody's loving it. Listen. I'm sure it's, uh, you know, not good for them to talk about an economy that's booming with job creation up, uh, consumer sentiment up, inflation going down. It's much easier for them to talk about age than it is to talk about those things. And so they're going to do anything and say anything to avoid talking about what's really at stake. What's really at stake is the entire republic, you dolt. They're not going to talk about how great everything is. They're not going to talk about the job numbers, which we inflated. For the entire year, last year, we inflated all of the numbers to make it sound like everything was super great. And then, just like Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony before the January 6th committee, we went back when nobody was paying attention and we kind of amended it. It was a coding error. It was a software glitch. (laughs) It shouldn't be this enjoyable, but it is. And I'm not done. One more. Maggie Hassan. The senator from New Hampshire asked a very simple question. Is Joe Biden going to run for president? Is the dude going to make it out of his hyperbaric chamber long enough? That can they pump him up with enough fluids to make him that make this happen? Here's Kristen Welker. Go. Is he the strongest candidate, though, to take to take on Trump if he's the nominee? Look. We will be talking about his record. I we have more work to do. Not to an be answer. Sure. Things are too expensive, That's not especially a yes, housing Senator, and health Do you think, Senator, do you think President I Biden? I think President Biden has the strongest record to run on that we've seen <laughs> in a very long time in this country. <laughs> Ouch, my cheeks. See, we've crossed that zone where everything that they say is infuriating. Now it's merely amusing because you can see the scramble. You can see the cell of suck. When you've got poop, right, and you're trying to dress it up as something else, that's what you have on the left right now, and they know it. Now, the only thing more enjoyable than listening to the scramble to defend Joe Biden and create an alternate reality out there is to listen to to John Kerry. Try to sell the climate con, and it's so brilliant. I, you're gonna love it. I, I guarantee it. Kind of. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program.
All right, so I have two lugubriously stunning chunks of audio for you right now. So the whole climate nonsense is based on science that's not at all a consensus. It's based on something that can't be proven. It's on hypotheticals. And to sell hypotheticals, you need to have the right kind of snake oil. You need to have the right tricks in your in your little briefcase, right? You need to scare with big numbers. You need to scare with big sounding words. You got to scare with, you know, if we don't do this, then that, right? You know, and you usually want someone who's dynamic, who's vibrant, who's believable. You don't choose John Kerry. And sadly, these idiots did. They went from Al Gore and they decided to step down a rung and go down to John Kerry. So I want you to hear him try to scare everybody and his brother. This is probably a Davos. He dropped six major whoppers in a minute and 37 seconds. I was going to cut it up and then I thought, no, you need to hear its deliciousness in one fell swoop. Here is climate con extraordinaire John Kerry. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world, uh, depending a little bit on how you count it, but it's anywhere from 26 to 33. And we can't get to net zero. Mm -mm. We don't get this job done. Nope. Unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But with a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of 8 billion fellow citizens around the world. We just crossed that in this last year. Emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming <laughs> by mid-century oh on the current course that we are today. A two-degree future could result in an additional 600 million people not getting enough to eat. <laughs> and you just can't continue to both warm the planet while also expecting to feed it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So we have to reduce emissions from the food system to keep the 1.5 degrees alive. Why do we have to keep 1.5 degrees alive? Because scientists, as a basis of physics and mathematics, oh boy. not ideology and politics oh. or party labels or anything else, as a matter of physics and mathematics and some biology and chemistry have told <laughs> us these are the consequences. And we already see it happening. And almost everything they've predicted for 30 plus years now is coming true. But the problem is it's coming true faster and bigger than was, in fact, predicted. Oh, it's faster and bigger. Wasn't downtown Manhattan supposed to be underwater like 20 years ago? Weren't we all supposed to be walking around with gas masks? Right? Wasn't that something? And they're still building on the... Beaches. Oh, I mean, honest to goodness. If that was the case, do you think the Obamas would go where they went? Of course not. Come on. Now, this is Scott Perry from Pennsylvania. Absolutely tears him to shreds. And I love this. This is in a hearing. <laughs> you deserve this because climate change has apparently a price tag. And, and here it is. I've never heard this before. Go ahead. The lowest periods of carbon in the atmosphere in not only recorded history, in the history of life existing on the planet. In December of 2022, you told the Washington Post we need to remove 1.6 trillion tons of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere via direct air capture. The cost for that is about $1,000 per ton or $1.6 quadrillion. Now, I said you said you didn't know, but since 2015, since the last El Nino, about 500 billion tons have been 
have been emitted into the atmosphere. During that same period of time, 2015, if you look at the temperature graph, this is from NOAA. The temperature has gone down. Show the next slide. This is from NASA satellite data. Temperature has gone down. You want to have the, uh, have, uh, the American taxpayers, my constituents that are having a hard time afford their groceries, pay for a car, buy a new home, spend $1.6 quadrillion to fix a problem that, A, doesn't exist, and as a matter of fact, you might be exacerbating because it's unknown. It is unknown at this time the low level that, of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere that might actually destroy life because plant life <clears throat> all depends. As you know, Secretary, plant life all depends on CO2. And when we kill it, then we're done, too. I yield the balance. Congressman, no. let me just say that uh, I don't agree with what you're saying out there for any number of reasons. I don't have time to go into all of them now, but I'll just tell you point blank that the difference between the periods you're looking at in terms of heat, et cetera, and human, human input is night and day, mm. number one. Number two. Why do you think 195 countries in the world, their prime ministers, their presidents... Because they're grifting like you are, sir. Oh! Oh! And that is a <laughs> mic drop. Because they're grifting like you are, sir. Now, can I also... And this is petty. And I'll stoop to said pettiness. What the hell happened to his face? What happened to John Kerry, right? He got beaten mercilessly by something. I don't know what, but if that's what it looks like to eat bugs and, and to drink Bill Gates bio milk and to, and to, you know, have all these weird meats that aren't meat and inject all this jazz into the food. And this is why they want to shut down farmers under the guise of global. Be aware, ladies and gentlemen, be aware. Remember the name Amos Miller. They might want to say somebody got sick drinking his Yuletide eggnog, which I find very dubious. But the reality is anybody who wants to grow food and to do the things that we need them to do, the way generations of families have done them, you know, the good old-fashioned way, is a clear and present danger to the establishment goals of destruction. Our number, he's such a crapper, isn't he? John Kerry, what a hack. Our number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program, Building Back Better, um, it, it feels and looks an awful lot like bankruptcy. Just ask Sports Illustrated. Let's talk about that next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.